0: I'm going around the town, up in my way, up my shit. He'll be making a sound. You know which, where I'm from. Right we making it out. Right till we making it out. And, right making it out and, look, Go around in the town, up in my way, up sh- He'll
1: be making a sound. Yeah, bands and all of that so stuff, they got I'm kids from, for it. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's actually, uh, I think it's Casio's uh, most popular watch right now.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Man, it been some watch game. Juice podcast is where you get that. <laughs> it's Ozer, and always with me. It's your boy Juma and Frankie, and I got Trevor. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. we gonna ignore yeah. me now. We're gonna oh, ignore yeah. me <laughs> now. We're gonna ignore <laughs> me. Yeah. <laughs> this I fucking did. guy. Dude. It was literally yesterday too.
3: That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. we all literally agreed. He give told me shit T. too. Damn. I was wait- I was waiting for it too. <laughs> I was waiting for <laughs> to were you to the spot t- t- then t- then t- then t- I like to you practicing and shit. I was practicing before yeah, I was like, yeah. right, right, right. Nah, was, no. It's give us your done. options. <laughs> I know you were stuck between like three of them. Between three, what?
0: Yeah, you know, you had at least like, you came down to two.
3: You're, how are you going to say were I was going to say uh, Isaac. Isaac? Yeah, everybody would just be playing. Maybe Lens. Sometimes I'll say Lens.
2: That's a lot cooler than Isaac. I'll tell you that. It is.
3: <laughs> you just dissed his whole ass name I know He's trying to come with a cool intro Just constructive criticism bro oh, He's, he's trying, trying to make you it cool, cool, cool bro yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Try to make the
2: podcast better nah, I you. <laughs> Cool names only Nah I feel you Yeah what the fuck well,
1: fuck hey. God, Let me just replace my name Alright We don't have to end on
2: Frankie no more Yeah And <laughs> <Aunt> Frankie <laughs> Hey We, we, trying trying we got Trevor Trevor my yeah, dog I know.
1: What's up man Black Trevor you know God damn That wasn't the name of the Oh, that was a name on my Gotta time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's
0: not what I looked up, man. Yeah, <laughs> no. Oh I got it's me dude. Trevor man, Black Trevor man.
1: <laughs> I feel you, man. Yo. You when I was a, when I was a kid, man, I used to think like, you know, I get called back from job interviews and Yeah, then they have, they'd be like, "Oh, Trevor," you know what I'm saying? It's Trevor. Yeah. And then I get there and they're like, "Trevor." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where oh, the oh, excitement yeah. goes? I oh, thought y'all wanted me man. in the job. Yeah, yeah. it's like, damn oh God, man. man, never got a job. I'm like, damn, <laughs> parents gave me a good name, wholesome name. Yeah, Get you thought was good take you places. Yeah, yeah, did. yep. didn't take me nowhere, no, man. I mean, no. <laughs> 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 they're like, no, nah, this guy's lying. Nah,
2: yeah. nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. This,
1: this is not like, a Trevor. <laughs> they're looking at your ID like, where'd you
2: make the fake? Oh, hey, yeah. like, <laughs> this is a good one. This yeah, is a good no, one. Uh, <laughs> you almost had it. Yeah, Got to come go. yeah. <laughs> <Just like, laughs> uh, <laughs> with a birth certificate too. Uh, a moment, yep. like, yeah, terrible, yeah.
1: man. <laughs> so you are originally coming from Chicago, huh? Yeah, I'm originally from Chicago. Um, I live there, what, uh, I would say 13 years of my life. And then I moved to uh, Kansas City when I was Kansas City, Missouri, when I was younger. So, okay. Okay.
2: So when did you make your way to the juice?
1: To the you said to the juice Orange County. Oh, so y'all call Orange County the juice. I like that. Um, So uh, I moved here. What? Two years ago. I moved here two years ago just because I got back from uh, Charleston. Um, Getting out of the military and then um, I stayed in Marietta for a little bit and I was trying to buy another house. But for some reason, you know, because of COVID, they wanted you to have like an excess of 16 months of, you know, um, cash reserves or something like that. And then when I got to Orange County, they were like, "Do you got money?" I was like, "Yeah." They was like, "All right, you can have a place here." So I got a penthouse out here. So
0: oh, word, nice, yeah. You you mentioned it briefly. Could you tell us a little bit about the journey being in the service, and then maybe a little bit of your uh, like a, like a little bit of your mentality prior to going in? Because I know that's a step that like a lot of people contemplate. Where we always come from school, where there's recruiters active. So how was it for you, just even choosing that like to go that direction, and then how it turned out a little bit. Yeah.
1: That's a good question. Um, I didn't choose. Well, I did choose to do it, but I was kind of like forced to. Um, so I was a bad kid. So like uh, my aunt jean she used to tell me all the time. She used to be like, oh, I'm going to leave you at graduation. So come graduation, high school graduation. What a like, motivator or like
0: even just like demotivator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. like, I'm I not looking st- forward to that day. You keep yeah. telling me that, you know.
1: I walk the stage and I, I get off the stage or whatnot. And she's gone, you know. I'm calling her. She's not picking up the phone. And so she left me there. And the only person that was there was my Marine Corps recruiter. So I'm using his phone to call her. And so, like, I just got so pissed. I was like, you know, whatever you got to do to get me out of here, I'm doing it. And then I I just got dedicated to it. So I did 11 years. um, I learned some of the best lessons, I would say, in life. And I think uh, the military service actually made me who I am. The person I was before this I wouldn't say I was a horrible person, but I was kind of misguided because I never had a father or anything. Okay. So the military gave me that uh tough love that the that you know a father would have gave me. Okay. So so yeah. Did you so, have
0: any prior connotations on the military or just even going that route that were changed once you entered and like even maybe lessons that you took from it?
1: Not really. I didn't have any any uh any bad thoughts about it at all. Except for I mean, you know, coming from, you know, our neighborhoods, we're like, oh, you tell somebody you joined in the military, they're like, "Oh, you going to fight the white man's war?" You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. That I think that was pretty much it. But other than that, no, nah, not not really. I uh, never watched any uh, too much military movies about okay. the Marine Corps or anything like that until I got in. And then once I got in and I went through boot camp already, I was like, "Oh man, I I done got into something."
0: Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> more like yeah, life shock, like, bro. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I feel like it's it it's like. To, like, people on the outside, maybe even just for me, I can speak for myself, just as, like, extremities in terms of, like, because we go through school already, and that's a level of discipline or just having to follow somebody, you know, and take direction. Yeah. That's, like, a big thing just even in regular everyday life. I know 9 to fives having a boss in any aspect of life, you know. But in military, I just imagine just from movies that you said, it's, like, level of extreme of just, like, being submissive ultimately, you know, like, pretty, like pretty. having to be broken down or just...
1: Pretty much. But I, I would say I would say they break you down to build you up. I, I think they create I think the military in general creates better men and better women uh, with the values that they instill in you. Because, you you know, you're taught to do as you're told, you know, uh, in most cases you're taught to, uh, you know, take initiative. You know, I feel like. In the civilian world, like, you're not really taught to take initiative. You you know what I'm saying? Like, people, they'll go to their job, and they won't work off the clock because they ain't getting paid to do it. Well, in the military, you're always on the clock, so, you know what I'm saying? You're always you're always working, and so you, you'll you take initiative to make things better and to accomplish your task. Mm-hmm. So, so you're kind of incentivized to do it. Plus, you get that first and 15 check, so.
0: I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah that's, that's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's hella
1: crazy. I was a so I also was a, a drill instructor too. So okay. So yeah. So I was at I was at uh, having MCRD to lead. Said, I know that's
0: another aspect of like even having people under you. That's like a different yeah, level
1: of like responsibility. I would, I would say. Yeah, it is. I think. Um, I think it. it I think out of everything I did in the military. Right. I think that was probably the best time. Those three years I was wow. stationed at MCRD as a drill instructor. uh Where's that the best time?
0: Hmm? Uh, uh, MCRD.
1: Where is that by chance? Right next to the airport. Okay. Yeah. You should go down there on Friday, man. They got graduation every Friday, man. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's, right. it's pretty, I think it's pretty awesome, but yeah, I, um, I, I, I had a, I had a great time there. I think in the beginning it sucked, but like, as you learn, cause you're learning to lead, you know, you're learning you're, and the whole time you're in the military is a learning experience every single day. You know what I'm saying? So, it's 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 something it's it's not for the weak I would say uh-huh. you know especially the marine corps cuz it's the toughest branch you know no slight to anybody else Yeah
0: I know, I know <laughs> that's too. a thing of you yeah. got
2: what, what, oh, what, what was Vic? Mer- Vic was a marine too.
0: Yeah, he was, he was a marine, marine as well. he was marine as yeah, well. Cause yeah he was the like, shit on the other branches yeah. So, yeah, yeah, Yeah yeah. Yeah no slight yeah, to anybody else yeah, yeah, but yeah. The
1: yeah. uh, Marine Corps is the hardest branch so. Uh, like
0: maybe like a little bit more personable could you tell us maybe like a personal experience that like, you maybe be hating because I know he would speak on, like, having to wake up early doing PT. Was there something that Spoke you could, like, you know like, a, you know, like, maybe like <laughs> a specific experience where you say, man, I'm not enjoying this, or, like, I didn't know what I even got myself into, just even one of that.
1: So I would say as a new drill instructor, right, so um, the thing that I did hate was uh, – During the F days, they're called forming days, right? This is when the recruits first come in and you're breaking them down and they're staying up and you're taking them to medical and all of that stuff. So as a drill instructor, you stay up for 20 to 24 hours. So like a lot of recruits are like, oh, my drill instructor doesn't sleep. You know, we do sleep but you know you're up 20 to 24 hours you're always with them especially as that new drill instructor cuz you have to learn the days and stuff like that and i'm telling you you're like a zombie damn you know it's bro. you're talking about uh, mental toughness yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah cuz you
3: still have to yell at them if they mess up right so yeah still have to yell you have to keep that energy for 20 hours yeah tw- you know what i'm saying so
1: and it's forming days i think it's 3 or 4 days wow, wow. you know what i'm saying wow. so up to 90, 72 to 96 hours you know so it's it's tough yeah, man. the only
2: people i know that I could do that are on drugs though i'm like so amazing i'm, like,
0: yeah. amazing, I'm asking you like, what type you of coffee time you, time you got to. Yeah. access yeah. to you know to be, able
3: to, like, be able to yell at someone at two in the morning and be yo, sober like <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, that's a whole like, different time yeah. yeah. right?
1: hey and sometimes i mean and sometimes you don't get a chance to eat you know what i'm saying you want to eat but because you put mission first and because you're so passionate, you know, sometimes you just, you'd be like, all right, I'm gonna skip this meal, you know. And then you'll probably like get a, a, a snack or something like that, or a, a drink of water or something like that. And I'm talking, when I say a snack, I mean like a power bar, you know. Yeah. I'm not talking about no full meal. Like yeah. So, but you do have the opportunity to get a full meal, but it's just like you're so focused on trying to make sure these recruits. Are doing what they're supposed to do and trying to uh, have that initial impression on them that you're just like, I'm gonna skip drinking, I'm gonna skip eating, you know what I'm saying, and I'm gonna just wait, hold it out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, different
0: level of sacrifice. Yeah. I would think it just is. going into the service, and now you're saying things that you do while you're in there, you know, yeah, it just changes like perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh. yeah, I don't know, that's, that's
1: crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. crazy. That's crazy.
0: So,
2: how did you transition from going from drill sergeant to back to regular life civilian?
1: Oh man, that's a good question. So um, while I was on the uh, while I was a drill instructor, what happened was I became an entrepreneur. Somewhere between there, I became an entrepreneur. So I started off with an ATM business, and um, I had this uh, gunnery sergeant who used to tell me about taxes and business and stocks and all of that stuff. So first, I started with the stock market. I started investing in stocks. Then I got into the ATM business, and then after that, eventually got into real estate. I started making so much money with the ATM business; I was making like six to eight k a month extra. And then with real estate, I would think I was making like maybe uh, two grand extra or something like that when I first started. Because what I did was I did house hacking; I rented the rooms out. And so um, I was like, "Man, I don't, I really don't need this." So when I went back to the fleet which is um, basically doing my regular job in the Marine Corps because being a drill instructor is a, B, uh, a special billet, let's put it like that, a special thing to do. Not everybody does it. Um, I just I felt like I wasn't learning anymore. And then because I was so new to entrepreneurship, I was learning every single day something new because I was reading different books. I was listening to podcasts. You know, I was going to seminars. So because I was learning something different and in the Marine Corps at the time, I, I felt like I wasn't learning anything different. I right. was like, I, I'm going to get out. So my, I would say my transition was pretty smooth. Yeah. Okay. okay.
2: Yeah. Cause you were already invested into something and you already saw a future and something after. Yeah. It leaving. took
1: a bit, becoming an entrepreneur took over my whole life. Like it's the only thing I could think about. Like I started learning about credit. I started learning about, you know, Uh, wealth. I started learning about real estate. I started learning about so much different things about life just in general. I started learning about money, how we're lied to, you know what I'm saying? And I was just like, man, like every day I like I would go to work and I wouldn't even care. I'd just be like, Dana, I'm starting to read books at work and stuff like that about, you know, different things. So, yeah.
0: I feel you, bro. And then even with the transition, what would you say was your main focus? Because I know you say you went to the ATM or just even the housing, had you even know which market to approach? Was it from the knowledge of books? Was it prior research? Was it somebody in your ear just telling you what you want to like pot, like possibly just even get into, or was it just maybe something you had interest in all along, like the stock market and just even wanted to be invested and stuff like that?
1: Well, um, from the, so the way I all got started was, is like, I had been up like, 20 to 24 hours, and I was tired, and, you know, I was asked to come back to work within, like, three hours or something like that. So I wouldn't get enough rest. So I went, I went, so instead of going to bed, what I did was I just YouTubed, how do you make money from your house? You know what I'm saying? I just YouTubed it. And so, like, the that's, stock market. I just know
0: that's probably the average search of somebody. Yeah, you know, somebody probably tied that in. Yeah. Pop up immediately on Google. You know, yep. yeah, finishes your sentence for you.
2: on a bad day. it
1: was. It was a real that's bad. You hate your day. job, bro.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you probably do it on your lunch break. Yeah. Not gonna you
1: know, not just waking up. up like, damn, I got.
0: Yeah. So crazy. I was like, I me, was me, like, too, me I put like, this, me <laughs> this, bitch <right> now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, um, so I did that right, and so like stock market came up, so. The first thing I dabbled in was stocks and I was like, you know, I was so happy when I made my first 12 cents, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was like, oh man, I made 12 cents. You like, know what I'm saying? Yeah. like
3: more like day trading? Was that what you... No, I'm no? talking
1: about, no, I was just buying different stocks. I was like dividends? Apple and stuff okay. like that, you know what I'm saying? And it was going up, you know, accruing in value. And so like... uh I, with the stocks I was making, I I started like twelve cents, then twenty two cents, went to a dollar, then it turned into two hundred dollars a day, then yeah. you know what I'm saying, then it turned into a thousand dollars a day, and I'm like, man, I'm making a lot of money. So then I I YouTube, so I start YouTubeing like different businesses I could do, and one thing that um, sparked my interest was the ATM business. It was this group, uh, uh team Jet Set, right there, actually they were here in uh, Orange County, right? And I was stationed in San Diego and they would throw a lot of events. And all I saw was these guys with Lambos and stuff, Lambos going on yachts with these pretty fine girls and stuff like that. So I was like, oh man, let me see what this is about. So I bought their course um, for a thousand bucks. I did everything they said to do in a course and I made my thousand bucks back like in a week.
0: Damn crazy in man. a week and man. so
1: like because my first my first two i know as times, an average person
0: it's hard to like you don't know what's tangible or just what to believe in when it comes yeah. to things like that you know
1: hey I, it I,
0: seems unreal I, and unachievable maybe just how i'm i can always speak on personal feeling a lot you know? of a
1: lot of people will say that stuff is scams right right but like i just was like yo i'm gonna do everything he said do i did exactly everything he said do in the videos to the T, everything. Uh, the books they said to read, everything. I I did exactly what they said and I made my money back. I got my first two ATMs. I got first two um, companies, one was a barbershop, another one was a salon and they they wanted the ATMs. And from there I started making money. And then um, at the time, during that time, simultaneously, I got into real estate because I was just getting promoted and I was getting BAH, which is an extra amount of money uh, that military gets for housing. And so um, I went around to everybody and I was like, hey, you know, I want to buy. I'm going to buy me a house. What type of house should I buy? You know, asking that question. And everybody's like, oh, buy a one bedroom. And I'm like, no, I don't want to pay the mortgage. You know, I'm going to get me a four bedroom and I'm going to stay in a room and I'm going to rent the other rooms out. You know, house hacking. Huh? House hacking. House hacking. Yeah. yeah. And so like, um, so I got the house. And I put the room up on roomies.com. I put uh, all three rooms up on roomies.com. Now, I will say this. I told everybody I was going to do $1,000 per room. But for some reason, me being new, I was like, uh, I got a little bit, you know, scared. And so I did like 600 for my master bedroom, 800 for another room. And then I did like 750 for another room. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I started making money from that. And then as time went, I started increasing that rent. You know what I'm saying? And I saw I, I saw how far I could take it. So then it went to one thousand two hundred and fifty for the master bedroom, nine hundred for the room that was smaller than that, and then eight fifty for the room that was smaller than that. And then once I got orders to Charleston, uh, to go to Charleston, I rented my room out for one thousand two hundred and fifty. You know what I'm saying? So I was making about forty five hundred, you know, um, a month just off of that one, you know, that, uh, one property that I owned at the time. So, wow. so yeah, I just, I just, I just took the risk, man. You know, as, as I started seeing the results, I started taking more and more risks. You know, what I'm then as, as I started reading more and more books, I started just, you know, the mindset just came to me, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. History after that. How do you differentiate? Because
0: I was just reading or just seeing a lot of your other shorts. You know, we were talking about this part too. Yeah. When you say take action because you speak on people can take in the research or or just even, even like, you know, even if somebody advises all the books, how do you go from doing the knowledge and then also investing yourself? Or just was there also any losses? Like, you know, because I feel like everything you're saying sounds so positive. Was there ever any struggles? That you were on, you know, oh,
1: man. Like throughout you, this process. I, I've taken a lot of losses. But, I mean, the losses don't add up to the the feeling of the win. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't... Nothing beats the feeling of winning. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you lose, it sucks. But once you get that win, it's like... You know what I'm saying? Like, I I feel like the ratio as an entrepreneur, you're going to have more losses than wins. But at some point, you're going to just start getting on that trail of just winning. You know what I'm saying? So... Um, I, I, I would say I've lost a lot of money and I would say I skipped out on a lot of opportunities because, um, me being scared, me having that fear of the unknown, you know, a buddy of mine, his name is uh, Mo Capital. You should check him out on Instagram. You know, me and him got into the ATM business around the same time. And I met him through him making videos on YouTube. And then he got into what's called, um, Amazon automation. And, uh, he when i was on the phone with him he was telling me about it and i wanted to do it but he was like hey it's $20,000 and i was so scared to do it even though i had the money i was so scared to do it and so he did it made a lot of money from it you know what i'm saying and he right now he's even more wealthy than me so i'm still put trying to play catch up off of you know me not taking that risk you know so um Damn. but it made me learn something it made me start looking into fear mm-hmm. you know because i think uh fear is something that comes over all of us you know what i'm saying the missed opportunities you got to learn to live with regrets i would say mm-hmm. but um 20,
2: yeah. is a lot dog
1: well I, <laughs> it's a lot in of the scheme of just things, like
2: especially if you're just like willing to gamble that right? yeah
1: well i'm gonna be honest with you in the scheme of things it's really not gambling you don't know what's gonna happen uh you don't know what's gonna happen but i wouldn't say it's not gambling you just gotta hold the faith man that's all it is which you have to you have to be able to um, say to yourself, is the money more important than the investment? You know what I'm saying? Because in my case, I was saying the money was more important. And I think a lot of people do that. They, they want to hold on to their money. And that's yeah. why poor people stay poor is because they want to hold on to it. Because you're like, oh, I don't want to lose this money. This is important because it provides me the roof over my house and everything. But the investment will turn that 20 into 40, 50, 60. You know, it's just some money. How many times have you spent $5 and then made $5 back? It's just money, you know what I'm saying? You know? So, I mean, $20,000, it's not a lot of money. I mean, that sounds could, crazy could, to me. <laughs> could, you should I think as, I think as a man, you should be able to go and get $20,000 tomorrow. Simple and easy.
0: That sounds ridiculous to me, because that's some people's salary, like yeah. yearly.
1: Yeah, it is, but you still should be able to. You should have a friend, a family, or someone, or the bank be able to give you twenty thousand dollars if you need it.
0: Okay, so how do you get to that point if you're an average person? Because in my life, I'm not really around a lot of people who are who you, who who who're not who not necessarily maybe don't come from what or don't make that in a yearly, but. Well, How they make the money? is. I, th- I is, think he's
3: he's also talking about like just having your uh, uh, from what I'm assuming you mean like having good credit going to the bank. Well, yeah, Would you I like mean, being able to do that. One, that's one way, that at least.
1: Yeah, that's one way is uh, going to the bank asking them right, for right, money. Right, right. But if you can't go to the bank and you don't, let's say for example, okay, twenty thousand dollars. Let's break that down. What is that? That's five thousand a piece. You can't. You don't have no friends that could give you five thousand a piece. You got three people right here. Five five, five You see what I'm saying? That's 15,000. So you can't find you can't find that last 5,000.: that, Right, right. It's out there, man. It's out there. The, the, the problem is is this. So in "Rich Dad, Poor Dad," right? I'll bring yeah. this up. In Please. the book, "Rich Dad, Poor Dad," he talks about like how when people say, "I can't," your brain stops moving and stops trying to figure it out. But when you say, "How can I," your brain tries to figure it out. You know, I was in a situation um, at one point in time where I needed I needed like 16 G's. Right. And I couldn't get it from the bank. You know what I'm saying? And I had to figure it out. You know, I asked. I went around and asked everybody. I was getting those. And then I ran into a friend and I was like, hey, can I have some money? And he gave it to me. You know what I'm saying? He gave it to me. It's out there. I could have quit when the bank said no, but I didn't. You know, as, I feel like as a man, we have to figure these things out. You have to figure it out. There's no way because we're willing the to basis. ask is
0: another thing. I feel like that's like that's something that you like kind of preaching in yeah. itself is not being afraid to ask because I know it's prideful. Like I, I it, or I would rather just go try to make it myself than.
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah, but making it. Yeah. I mean, making it yourself, you make it if you if you, somebody gives it to you. Right. Because it took time and effort to ask them. Right you have to go search for that money you know you got to think okay how many contacts do you have in your phone
0: probably like just under 100
1: okay so you send a text message out to every single last one of them and then when you ask them and uh, so, sometimes this shows you have if you have really have friends or not you know what i'm saying if you need 5 5000 dollars right if you need 5000 dollars you should know that you have four friends in your phone or f- four or five friends in your phone. That's going to give you the money that you need. You get what I'm saying? Definitely. If not, you need to take those people out of your phone.
0: Nah, dead. You
1: know what I'm saying? So I
0: think even with that, it. I think it has to do with friends are also supportive with like the idea. I think it's not only. Just them willing to give me the money it has to do with, like, what is going to be spent on, like... I feel like friends are also invested in the decision-making, I think. Although they're, they, they may be just willing to help me out, like, whatever my situation may be, if it's dire, you know. Mm-hmm. I know because, like, you see it tangibly when GoFundMes happen, you know. When somebody passes away, you see genuine support happen when things like that do take place, you know. Yeah. So I think when, like, whatever the investment is, so I feel like, naturally, as civilians, people are so afraid of the investment because we're in a day and age where crypto got active. I know that's something you do as well, but scam. I like you know like yeah, like that's you know like that like that was other questions I was going to get into just cuz I know there's investments in our lifetime where everybody looks like they have an investment or just even how you did that seminar like to believe that this $1000 is going to come back tenfold, you know, is is like something that scares people as you said with fear. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm speaking from the perspective of fear, but I know that's probably a lot of people
1: I will say, I will say, the idea is valuable. If you do have an idea, let's say, for example, you want to, you know, buy a house and flip it, right? I think that idea is valuable. So now you say to yourself, okay, well, I don't have the credit to do it, but you know, he has the credit. So you go to him and say, hey, man, you mind if I use your credit? That's a big sacrifice for him, but you two are friends. He should be, he should be able to trust you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then you're like, uh, then you ask him, hey, but. And I have the idea, you got the credit, now we need to find the money. Do you have the money? No, I don't. Can you, you got back, you, you got that? All right. So now we need to find somebody with the money. You know what I'm saying? The idea is just, as, is just as valuable as the credit and the money. You know what I'm saying? It's just that you need to bring those, and that's what entrepreneurship is. Entrepreneurship is basically somebody with the idea and knows how to bring people together to make that dream happen. You know? So when you when you when you see people you know asking for money or whatnot, it's because they're not scared like the average person. You know what I'm saying? They're right. not scared because for every no, no means next opportunity. Go to the next person. It's a bar. And, you know, and it's they're an acronym. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, you start out. No rapper this whole time <laughs> He can't even really
0: really push his mixtape, tape bro. He did all that to get the bar off
3: You know Go listen bar, to that you new Black Trevor <laughs> like,
1: yeah. oh. you feel me <laughs> Yo. But yeah so I mean You just gotta be able to take those no's The average person is not used to Taking so many no's but as an entrepreneur You should be searching for no's You know I'm what, what I'm saying Because no, yes is like a needle in a haystack You know what I'm saying? And so you can't get to that yes without hearing no's, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. Maybe if I go back to one of your earlier conversations, um, I know it's probably like a little spinoff of like you owning houses. Do you face being a landlord and those problems? Because I know like I still rent my place, you know? So I know like having to maintain the house, like that's another side besides just investing in the house, having to deal with tenants and maybe that side of it. And then I wanted to do a double question with that. In the market of Airbnbs being popular, why did you not go that route? Or what's the difference in renting and not doing a B&B?
1: Well, um, Airbnb is, is popular. I had a friend, uh, Caitlin, uh, who was doing uh, Airbnb. Um, but uh, let's put it like this. The reason, so the reason why I got into you know, just doing the regular house, because at the time, like I said, I was getting some extra money. And I was like, hey, let me buy a house because I was like 26 at the time. And, you know, I was like, oh, I I, I stayed in military housing. I mean, military on, on base in the barracks. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, let me buy a house. So it was like a stunting thing for me. I already had two cars. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, you know what? Now it's time to get, get the, the house, house. You know? Yeah. You know? And I, I was getting it for the for the ladies. Or just
0: even knowing you could get one. Like, you know, sometimes I just prove it to yourself. Yeah. yeah well don't get he me said wrong i was
2: getting my house for the lady yeah, <laughs> I, was. yeah that's that's a, I want i need a pool I, was. A I want the jacuzzi over there yeah. <laughs> yeah so
1: but the thing was is like i want i and then i wanted to be like to the ladies and be like yeah i own this place and you know these are my renters You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's yeah, the reason why that's the reason why i was doing that now the airbnb thing was something that um I dabbled in a little bit, but not too much. And I, I dabbled in with uh, Caitlin or whatnot, because at, at the time, what we were doing was we were um, just signing our names on leases and then Airbnb, you know, and then fix um, doing the whole Airbnb thing, buying the furniture and this, this, and that, posting it on Airbnb. But that that wasn't a way to go. Let's to be honest, it's a, a we were spending a lot of money, and then also. Um, Um. Uh, what was another problem with it? It was something else, but we were spending a lot of money, and then ran into a part where you know you can't be signing all these these leases. You know what I'm saying? So it the airbnb thing was a problem not saying that it's it's not profitable because now nowadays i see it all the time on instagram they have different ways they got apps and stuff where you could like see and yeah different ways
0: around yeah then
1: i didn't know about corporate leasing where you could just sign you know i was i was new at the time at it well we were new at the time at it because she was my business partner or you would say i was her business partner at that time but um Yeah, the whole Airbnb thing is it. It just didn't, you know, it didn't, it didn't. I didn't like it. And then when COVID hit, um, I know she maintained the Airbnbs, and she actually started getting rid of all of them. She has one Airbnb now, and that's it, you know. So, because I know uh, California was, I think they were trying to get rid of Airbnb at one time because Mm -hmm. it was it was uh, taken away from the hotels you know, California ain't yeah, having that. Yeah. Cause it's a tourist place. So. Definitely. Yeah. So they made all, they made all the rules and that's, that, that's the one thing about California. There are way too many rules about stuff. The you restrictions. Know? Out. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And then, um, also the, yeah, the, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sorry for the, for the, for the first part of the question of being a landlord and facing those problems and actually having tenants and having to maintain the property.
1: So man, I would say th- some of the craziest things comes with tenants, man. Uh, Like I said, when I was living at the property, I think that first group I was with, we were all friends. We were all cool. And then when I got stationed in uh, uh, South Carolina in Charleston, you know, it seemed like the tenants just got worse. You know what I'm saying? Like I had a girl, she threw a party, put a hole in the wall. Um, I had, you know, a tenant, you know, another female ended up having, you know, she was only supposed to have one dog, ended up having two dogs, three dogs, two cats, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the whole tenant thing. And then, you know, a uh, huge problem is when, because I was, at the time I was being a landlord myself, is that you try to be friends with people, you know what I'm saying? Right. And you try to, like, be, you try to humanize yourself with them. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. You don't want this stuff to happen, but, you know, it just happens, you know. Being,
0: People are gonna see how much he's gonna let me slide. Yeah. yeah,
3: and that makes it harder to have business conversations. Yeah. It, it
1: does, man. So, so I, so I had to get out. Of, I had to get out of that whole landlord by myself thing. So I oh, were.
0: So then you transitioned to even having help. Like, like you weren't afraid to get some help.
1: Yeah, I had to. Oh, I had to get some help because I, I was seeing that it's it's tough the whole friend and business thing, it's, it's, it's truly tough. You know what I'm saying? Cause if you, I feel like the older I get, the more I start to care, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) But, um, uh, yeah. Like when you hear these people excuses, you try to like be, you try to empathize with them. You'd be like, Oh, okay. I understand. But really they just getting over on you, man. They lying, but they just getting over on you. So Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say now I've had some great tenants. I've, I've had some great tenants. Um, but uh i've i've had those I've had those tenants that sucked, and it, it is what it is you know I let them be in there so
0: Brilliant.
1: so yeah and i've I've had tenants you know take it to i've uh when I got out I was trying to manage myself and I had a tenant um who was supposed to you know pay me uh what do you call it uh security deposit two thousand dollars of security deposit oh man, I don't have it, but I have it next paycheck. Pays me rent. Rent was, uh, they would pay me rent, uh, $2,000 first and 15th. But then on top of that, I needed that security deposit ended up that first month ended up not paying me the security deposit. I had to kick them out, you know? And that was a tough, that's a tough thing too, kicking people out because in California, it's a, it's a hard process. Now they didn't know in California it was a hard process. I was just like, listen, I lied to him. I bullshit him. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, listen, we could do this the hard way or the easy way. You just leave is the easy way. But the hard way is you know, I have I go to court, you know what I'm saying? I get you kicked out and this goes on your credit report.
0: Yeah, the eviction you know is mean? horrible. You can't yeah. hide that. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So I was like, I, so and they chose the easy way. So I was like, oh, okay, it
0: worked. Yeah. But
1: yeah, I really yeah. did. I wouldn't really go take it to yeah, court because no, I didn't want to it was just. like, yeah. <laughs>
0: I gotta do this level of sternness. I feel like that, that's like another thing, like having to, as you said, you, you can't be friends with everybody, you know. Yeah. So
1: Yeah, you can you most definitely can, especially when it comes to business. You wanna be you wanna be friends with people. You wanna be in business with your friends, but you still have to remember you gotta take this serious. This is business and it comes first. You right. know? That's a that's a huge lesson that I've learned that business has to come first. Okay. You know? Yeah, okay, I feel you that's crazy.
0: Yeah, bro. You only
2: got like two vlogs up right on your YouTube right now?
1: Yeah, just yeah, just the two, man. Just the two. I, I I wanted to do more, man. Maybe I will do more. I gotta figure it out. So I yeah, gotta just figure about out what you, direction.
2: What yeah, what direction are you about to take on these videos? You can do more vlogs, you can do more um more whiteboards?
1: Well <laughs> I felt like I'm gonna be honest to you, I didn't like so at first I was into, you know, trying to teach people about, you know, Uh, money and stuff like that and how to build, make an LLC and all of this other stuff. But then I started looking at myself and I was like, ah, this is so nerdy. How can I do this in a cool way? So then I was like, I couldn't figure it out. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to vlog, you know? And then I got into vlogging and I was like, oh, I don't like the way it looks. I'd rather hire a videographer and just, you know, them hold the camera the whole time and me do whatever I need to do because holding the camera and trying to do this thing, uh, too much for me. So.
2: Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you we have a sick intro.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah, bro. You I was like, like bro, it. what am I
2: watching?
0: Yeah, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, was I was like, like wait, it's serious.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, because I wanted to, to be, because, uh, you know, I think, you know, there has to be a level of uh, belief. You know what I'm saying? Like, when people see you. So, I shot that intro because I was like, oh, I'm gonna teach finances, so I want people to see the type of life that I live and as I go up. So, the original plan was you know, right there I had the AMG and then I wanted to move up to like, uh, at the time it was like, alright, maybe, you know, next year or the year after, I'll change it and I'll have like, you know, um, a G-Wagon or something. But I wanted people to to um to, um, walk with me on a journey, see the journey, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, see progression. See yeah. the progression. Exactly. So.
0: No, definitely. Um, even with that, what, what would you say is probably, um, you mentioned a couple of things you dabbled in or like, what's the most profitable thing you did or the average person, if they want to start estate. investing real, real estate,
1: real estate's the most profitable man. And is
0: that something you think like anybody can get into?
1: You could do anything you want to in the first place. You know what I'm saying? The only thing is, is that you just have to be laser focused on it. You can't let other people get in your way. You can't let your fears get in your way. You know what I'm saying? You can do anything you want to, but to answer your question, real estate, I would say is the most profitable. The reason being is because I really don't have to do that much work. I'm just collecting rent. And then when tax time comes, I depreciate the asset. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty, what much does that it. mean? So depreciation is something that you get off. It's a, it's a write off. So let's say for example, Let's say, for example, um, I made a hundred thousand dollars a year, right? And then my depreciation for my real estate was, let's say, twenty thousand. Well, if it was twenty thousand, then they I would only pay taxes on the eighty thousand. Makes sense. So Makes sense. Makes sense. That's pretty. That's pretty much it. Okay. So, and there's a whole formula about depreciation because, as a business owner, you could depreciate stuff like. Laptops. That's why y'all got to create that LLC. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, we, y'all got to create it because hmm. you get to depreciate. Now, the tax code doesn't say that you have to have an LLC. It just, I believe it says something like in the pursuit of anything, in the pursuit of income. So right now you all could, you claim that, hey, we have this business on your taxes. You all three, all four of you can, or something like that, or whatever portion y'all own or something like that. I don't know how it would go. You know right. what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, the depreciation there's, there's, uh, that's like one of the best benefits of real estate is the depreciation. So, mm-hmm. you know, so, but I would say real estate, I, I, so I, um, I failed to mention, you know, so I had the ATM business. I also tried to sell, uh, the bundles, the bundles of hair. Okay. Didn't do good with that.
0: Okay. You know what I'm saying? That Why, a because failure. of market or... Access to product, what, what was it?
1: I, I think it was just because I was a male doing a female thing, you okay. Know what I'm saying? And female appeal like, is like,
2: a big actual thing. wigs like bundles of hair, yeah. Wigs? Oh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, I was, like, I hair, yeah,
0: but I, <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I was, yeah uh, um, I went to a similar, I
0: know art. it's an expensive market, that's why like, I got I well, can see you wanted to do the investment, yeah. Know. I've
2: been hearing the wigs the, be cost a crazy amount of money, the
1: margins are crazy, okay, the margins are crazy. Because you got to think, man, you get some bundles, man, $2, 60 cent, 90 cent, $3, 40, $5, $10, and then you sell it for 3 $400. God damn.
2: Wow. What the fuck? Yeah, you see wild. what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going Alibaba, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the, um, yeah, I, did, I, I wasn't able to sell anything, and then I got into uh, uh, selling combat customized flip flops, right? And I sold a lot. Of that because I took every lesson that I learned from, you know, the extensions business and I just applied it to there. So I went in, you know, I got the Instagram influencers. I put the word out. You know what I'm saying? I started putting the pictures up, started doing the hashtag thing. And so I think it was like December of 2020, actually. Or so December you believe of. in
0: the social media market like that can really put oh, businesses. Yeah. Oh, one
1: hundred and ten percent. You use you use those um, Instagram influencers, right? You know what I'm saying, especially if they have a good following. I remember when Fashion Nova was
0: nothing. was everywhere, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So like, I I I believe it, bro. Yeah, so it works.
1: But yeah, I sold. So I sold out in two days, made seventeen grand. Five thousand dollar investment turned into like seventeen five and some change in two days.
0: Hey yo, goddamn.
1: you see that? So you got to take that risk, man. It and sounds
0: crazy to me, my guy. I, the, like, I like dishes. These numbers. The yeah. <laughs> I don't know, bro. just uh, goes that saying it takes money to make money. I'm going the m- rent. Let me get that. Yeah. 17 here. Let me get that. Uh-huh. Dude, depreciation. You could, let me get that. You know? t- like, <laughs> yo,
1: these <laughs> use different outlets, the you know? Yeah, like, yeah. You have to, I think I think that's the one thing about entrepreneurship. So you see all these people complaining about taxes and complaining about their nine to five and all of this stuff. If people really took the time, money, like people will say money doesn't buy happiness. I disagree, but money no, I mean controls. You like,
0: uh, you're, uh, like you're probably just in the wrong shop. Or you're yeah, just in the wrong store. Eight,
1: I would say this, right? 80% of our life, not, matter of fact, I could even go higher, but I'm going to just conservatively say 80% of our life deals with money. When you wake up, right, the lights, you won't have lights without money. You can't have food without money. You can't jump in your car. Matter of fact, you can't even have the car without money. You can't jump in your car. The gas costs the money. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, and then when you get to work, you're working for what? Money. So you need to learn about money. I think that's a a huge thing is that a lot of us don't learn anything about money. What we do is we pass down from what our mom tells us, our dad tells us, instead of looking the stuff up ourselves, especially when it comes to taxes. Right. Because a lot of people would be like, oh, taxes is unfair. Well, do you know the tax code? Because taxes are meant for entrepreneurs, not W-2 employees. Okay. You know? Even
0: with that did you start at ground one the same way you looked up? How can I make money from home? Do you, do you tend to ask those simple questions to even get answers or what steps do you take to even get to the right answers?
1: So I've learned that you got to learn as you go. You're never going to have all the right answers up front. You have to learn as you go. So a lot of people want to question, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? Until, until they get to a, to to a a point where they'd be like, Oh, I'm just not going to do it. But, as an entrepreneur, I learned that you just get wave tops. You ask some basic questions, you know what I'm saying? You get the basic answers, and then everything else you just learn as you go. And then you fail as you go. You know what I'm saying? Cause you're gonna learn from those failures. Nothing you do, you're gonna be perfect at it the first time. So you just gotta learn. I think it I think the problem is is the overthinking and the fear, you know, because everybody overthinks like you, when you tell somebody invest in stocks, right? They say, "Oh, what if the market crashes?" Right. Right. So that's that's yeah. the fear, and then that's the overthinking, you know, because the market doesn't crash that often, you know. What if? But but the also thing the thing is is that people fear losing money. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But you got to look at it like, man, how much money have you lost and wasted? People will go to the casino comfortably and lose money, right. but when you say invest in something, they're like. What if this? What if that? But you go to the casino, you know that the house always wins. You right. know what I'm saying? And there's, right. there's a, a million, uh, there's a, a one in a million chance of you actually winning. And you'd rather take that risk instead of, you know, going and making an investment, you know, buying a rental property or investing in stocks, you know? So.
0: I feel it. Like you mentioned uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Books are, like you mentioned a speech from uh, earlier, just because uh, I was going through your book catalog on your bio. like I, I saw the greatest speeches in there. You feel me? Yeah. So that was just one of the books. Could you also give other book recommendations? I, I know that's something that people have access to on your, on your, in your IG. I know we're going to yeah. give that up. But so could you I, give us something that you did from a starting level or maybe stuff that you're reading now?
1: Oh, man. Um, I would say um, Seneca's. Seneca's... Uh, uh what is it? Um life is long if you know how to use it. Because you know everybody always says life is short. So the book is about time. It's about not wasting time. Um it's a great book. It's by um Seneca. I think he was a uh apprentice of Plato. Okay. And then uh another man, good it, book
0: old old book, man. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's another good book is um is um what is it? Outwitting the devil by Napoleon Hill. That book will change your life. If you believe in Christianity, like it's not a book about constantly about Chris, it's not a book that's based on Christianity, but he it's so the author, Napoleon Hill, is having a conversation with the devil, right? And the devil's telling him how he does everything, how he manipulates and and like when you're hearing the devil talk and you're hearing this conversation between, you know, the devil and Napoleon Hill, it just does something. It moves your spirit. Like everybody who, I tell everybody, don't read the book. Go out and, go out and buy it, but listen to the book. Listen to it while you're driving, while you cooking.
0: Oh, so I was like you don't mind the audiobook experience.
1: For that book. For that book. Okay. I, I like I like actually reading. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I like actually reading. And then um, that book, "The Art of the Deal" by Donald Trump. Then you have uh, the Allegory of the Cave by Plato, um, and uh, what else? Um, you have uh, "Managing Oneself" by Peter F. Drucker. Uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, of course. And then I would say the ultimate book, the Bible. You know, I would say the Bible is probably the number one book. That because it states everything in there to from friends, how to raise, uh, how to pick a wife, uh, how to raise kids. Like, it's a, it's one of the ultimate books. And then right now, I'm reading, uh, Myron Gaines's book. Um, what is it called? It's called, um, uh, Why Women Deserve Less. So, I'm not really reading any business book, you that know sounds what I'm saying? Crazy. But, uh, his book is actually really good. It just came out um, February 14th on Valentine's Day and it's actually really good. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah, I'm happy with this episode. This is our first time we're promoting books.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, 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 We've done almost 100 episodes. Asking (laughs) people's favorite albums and this is different. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, bro. (laughs) So um, I know, um, okay, so I kind of forgot the quote a little bit, but I know you said something one time um, that you don't want to be a role
1: model. You want to be an example. Was that the saying? Did I say that? Yeah, I forgot That's what. That's a podcast. good quote. Okay. Yeah, no, I right, forgot what podcast you're on. I don't know. I, heard say, it on. It. I don't say some good shit. I didn't. But
3: yeah, <laughs> no, I forgot what okay. podcast you're on that I uh-huh. heard that on. But yeah, I remember you said something like that. Mm-hmm. I was gonna ask exactly what you meant by that, but
1: um, I think people hold role models up to like people, as people, we hold role models up. Like a role model of mine is Jay Z. You know, if Jay-Z did something wrong, you know, he would probably no longer be my role model or maybe not. I don't think so because I know he's human. Right. Right. But I think when when you hold yourself, people hold role models to the standard of perfection that is not humanly, if the, if, I, if I can say, you know, what I'm saying, because humans are not perfect. Right. We're always going to mess up, you know, yeah, yeah. always. When I say an example is, you know. If I say something wrong, you know what I'm saying? Or if I do something wrong, don't do it. I'm an example. But if I do something wrong, then do it. I'm an example. You see, you get what I'm saying? So, yeah, I actually I actually like that you mentioned that.
0: Where, um, to, I don't remember saying honestly, it. Honestly, even with the, that one, was like another quote you said on one of your shorts, where you said, like, perfection is a paralysis. I don't know if it was uh, like, like oh Churchill yeah. or something. Or something like when,
1: that. Winston Churchill. Churchill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what did he say? He said... Uh, Analysis by paralysis or paralysis by analysis or something I can't remember, but yeah, uh, it just means it just means that um, you know that you look at something so long that you just be like, oh, I'm not gonna do it because you hold so because so, you 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 stay still instead of moving, you just stay still instead of taking action, you don't take action because you're so scared, you know. Right. So yeah, I think uh, it was Dan Pena. Um, A different way to say that is uh, the more you investigate, the less you will invest.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Last thing I know I want to touch on, I just checked right now because I did it when I went on your page. What was the broadcast link on your page that you have people, because I had to even do that to even follow you. Like, what was, what's the whole broadcast line? Like, what do you, is it like services you offer? Because I know, as I said, you're really informative. You're you're giving, it, it seems like you're giving free game, you know? So... Why do you do it? The whole purpose of it, and then also just like to even give people access to you like that. Like, like what's the purpose?
1: So, the broadcasting is something that's new on Instagram, they just started that like two days ago. Honestly, I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. I guess I'm gonna just share, I am gonna share information on there because I feel like you know, only a certain few people you know, uh, should, uh, should get information. Because at first, you know, with the, the YouTube channel. I was trying to help everybody. That's why I was trying to do YouTube, but not everybody wants to hear it. So I know on Instagram, you know, I would post stuff and I have a lot of followers or whatnot. But at one point, everybody just got tired of hearing about, you know, business. Like when I was in the military, so I got all my followers from being in the military. And then I became, I got into business and it was like, all right, well, we don't want to hear that business entrepreneur stuff all the time. So, so less people start started engaging me because that's not what they wanted to hear, you know. So, um, I guess with the with the with the sophisticated line, that's my broadcast channel. Uh, It's just me. uh, It'd be me giving information or sharing different videos of stuff. Like I'll probably play a Trump video on um, tomorrow. I'll probably uh, play a Trump video for people to see to learn about you know, uh, trust, how, how Donald Trump puts stuff to put, uh, certain things in trust and stuff like that. So, so yeah, I'll just probably use it to share information. That's it. And then the the reason why I share the information is just because I feel like, um, for the people that know me, they don't know what I know. So I want to share it with them. So at least they can't say no one ever told them, you know? I have a a best friend of mine, you know, when I was joining the military, I told him, hey, join the military, you know what I'm saying? I told him, hey, this is a dead end. Staying here is a dead end, you know what I'm saying? And then he never joined the military, you know, he went to college, didn't finish college, and then, you know, I'm traveling all over the world in place. He ended up getting married, and then he has a nine-to-five job, and then I ended up becoming an entrepreneur, and I'm trying to get him into entrepreneurship. I'm trying to get everybody hey, become an entrepreneur, this is the way, you know what I'm saying? And he's like, nah, man. And then, like, when we talk on the phone, he's like, why you didn't pressure me harder to, you know, get in the military? I'm like, dude, I talk to you about it every day. Like, yeah, I I pressured you to do it, so.
0: You can't put this on me, my guy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So
1: I I do that so people can't can't say, hey, you didn't share the information. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, and I'm doing this on my journey up. So I'm making mistakes. I'm learning from them. I'm telling people to do stuff. I'm making mistakes. And, you know, I'm just I'm just on my journey up, you know? So, yeah. That's the reason why. It's just sharing.
0: I feel you. It seems genuine, my yeah. dog. Yeah, it seems right. genuine. Yeah, yeah. People you would think people just Succeeded. want to scam or just feel better. Like, I'm doing better than you. You know, like, that's how, like, people who are, like, I'm not maybe, sharing it at all, yeah, maybe that's yeah. just insecurity of somebody who's not doing as good as you, you know, so well, it, like, that's why I was gonna that way, yeah,
1: because so a lot of people they'll they'll say, oh, it's you you come off bragging. It's not right. bragging to people who who are doing the same thing as you, you know what I'm saying you know we when oh, i sorry, sit around you ain't
0: got the answers yeah,
1: yeah. you never you never That's hear nobody you never hear nobody be- doing better than you say things like that right the only people who say things like that are people who are doing less than you or they feel inferior to you you know so that those are the only people so at this point at first i felt bad you know what i'm saying i was like oh maybe i should stop talking about business this and that but then somebody told me that and i was like you know what that makes a lot of sense so i'm going to keep Keep on at it, you know what I'm saying?
2: Hell oh, yeah! So, what's up for future endeavors? You think about ever doing some seminars?
1: Um, I want to do seminars. Uh, I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually uh, looking to do seminars. Uh, I get, so I get at people on Instagram all the time. I'm like, oh man, how did you find your? They're like, oh, find a manager. Then I'm like calling around, finding a man. I'm like, man, this is a tough thing to crack, you know. <laughs> But uh, I do see that. I do see that in the future. Um, Right now, uh, I'm just I'm I'm still focused on the real estate syndication thing because I'm trying to climb higher. So I think as men, like we should always be trying to climb higher. We should be striving to do higher. You know, what I'm saying a lot of people would tell you, you know, be humble and stuff like that. But that's to keep you at the lower level. No, you got to go higher. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, you, you get the Honda Civic, that's fine. Don't stay there. Move to that BMW. You know what I'm saying? You go to that BMW, go to that Mercedes Benz. From the Mercedes Benz, you know, you get you the Rolls Royce or the Ferrari or whichever one comes next. But you you can't. I think in this life, you only get one life, so you can't be satisfied. So you always have to be trying to move higher. You know what I'm saying? Like, First, I lived, uh, you know, I came from the ghetto. Then after that, I lived in the military, you know, barracks, which is the, you know, the housing on the military. Then after that, I moved into my own spot, my own place. Now I stay in a penthouse. And then from the penthouse, I'm going to buy me a bigger penthouse. And then, you know, after that, well, I'm not buying it. I'm going to rent it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, from the bigger penthouse, you know. From there, hopefully the mansion, you know, that's that's the goal. So I think we should be moving in life. We shouldn't be staying in the same spot. A lot of us, we get complacent, and we stay in the same exact spot. I think, you see, uh, I, I, I call a lot of people zombies. They do the same thing every single day. They go through life. They go to work. You know what I'm saying? They drive the same route. You know, they don't look at anything different. They watch the same TV shows. You know, they watch the same... Uh, YouTube videos, they do nothing different in life. They use the bathroom, eat, and then do it all again the next day. They're zombies in life. But then you have those other people who smell the roses and get out you know what I'm saying? They don't take the same, the same routes to work because they want to see the different ways to go to work. They don't talk to the same people. They're social. You know, they're trying to get, hey, what do you do? What do you do? Oh, snap, that's amazing. How did you do that? You know, they're asking questions and stuff like that. The people who want to move up in life, those mm-hmm. are the movers and shakers. And as men, we have to understand that we are the foundation of the economy. Mm-hmm. If you look around, this world was built by men. So we're we are extremely important and we have to understand how important we are, you know, and that every day we are an example every single day, every action that we do. We're an example. So with that being said, I would I, I'd say, you know, I, I think it's it's better to be an example than a role model, you know,
0: so you full circle. Yeah, he came back to Pirates Yeah. That yeah. right, was, was clean. That
2: was good. I <laughs> give it to you. I was that clean. was a great way to end this episode. <laughs> that was bro. good, man. That uh, was good. <laughs> Trevor, Appreciate thank you for coming you, on, man. Hey,
1: anytime, man. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime.
2: This was a great. This was a fun experience. Man. Yeah,
1: bro. Yeah. Sure. Hey, thank y'all for, uh, you know, allowing me to come on because I, I found y'all on uh, Instagram, you know? Y'all yeah, popped yeah. up on my Explore page. For
0: sure. Shouts to Algie. Y'all
1: popped up on my... So y'all doing something right, you know what so I'm saying? So I saw it and then I was like, oh man, this look this look different. You know what I'm saying? It's not like a pretty setting or whatnot. It look a little grimy. I was like, you know what? Let me, <laughs> let me, let, let me see what I could do. Let me hit this inbox. Hell yeah,
0: bro. I'm glad it came across <laughs> that way, man. Yeah. Legit. Yeah. question yeah, for your socials, bro. Please tell people where they can find you.
1: Um, So, uh, my Instagram is, uh, at Trevor M Woodruff. So that's T R E V O R M W O O D R U F F. And then, um, my TikTok is the same, and then my Twitter page is also the same. The
0: too, YouTube so. as well, where the vlogs are. Previous. Oh yeah, my YouTube.
1: Yeah, my shorts YouTube, on there yeah. where he's
0: very informative. Like little clips, you can just you can get a gauge of everything he's about in the clips. I feel like that's where I was able to find out everything about you. So
1: yeah, and uh, YouTube is the same. So okay, yeah, my dog. Thank you, bro. Yeah, anytime. Uh, hey, I appreciate this <laughs> a lot, a lot.
0: I want to tap in 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 the future, you know, hopefully when the seminars are, most definitely, or just things that like, you know, other things get emotional, just tap in how, or how the businesses that you have are still going. And yeah, most definitely.
1: So what I'm looking to do is I want to, I'm going, not in the future, but what I'm, what I'm going to start, um, is I want to make a collective of men, you know what I'm saying? To where we, you know, a group of men, take a group of men where we grow together and do different things together. And then we, um, bouncy different ideas off of each other and we make it happen and we grow together, you know. So uh that's uh I wanna call it a uh, the sophisticated group, you know. So um
2: He's got the name. Hey I, lo- I love the word the sophisticated
1: name. man. You, that's my favorite word man sophisticated. So so yeah so that's an idea of mine and uh that's what I'm uh, uh starting. So for
2: sure. Excited to hear that bro.
1: Hello
0: yeah. bro.
2: Another juice pod exclusive Yo. This is hoses signing off. I'm Juma,
3: Frankie, and Isaac. Yeah, yeah.
0: there you go. Yeah. And we yeah. out. We <laughs> <laughs> hey, Go around in the town. Up my way Up my shit. Niggas be making a sound. Niggas don't wish. Where I'm from. Ground till we're making it out. Selling that fish. Selling that fish. Look, niggas grounded just a sign. I'm gonna go around the town. Up my way Up my shit.